I'm Maria Carmela M. Peralta, Head of Tax of KPMG in the Philippines. Welcome to KPMG Insights EOPT series, where we will be delving into Republic Act Number no. 11976 for the Ease of Paying Taxes Act, a landmark legislation signed into law by the President and which has taken effect on January 22, 2024. This series aims to provide you a glimpse of KPMG's insights on the law, how we think it will affect taxpayers, and what we hope will be addressed in the Implementing Rules and Regulations, or the IRR. This will comprise a series of episodes featuring our tax partners and principals having conversations on the following. The general concepts of EOPT, classification of taxpayers, electronic filing of returns and payment of taxes, deductibility notwithstanding the failure to withhold, when the obligation to withhold arises, VAT on sale of services, input VAT credits on purchase of services, refunds, and impact on individuals. In today's episode, we'll provide an overview of the EOPT Act and focus our lens on the classification of taxpayers and the electronic filing of returns and payment of taxes. Joining me today is Leandro Ben M. Robedizo, or LA, one of our tax partners who leads the Global Compliance Management Services, or GCMS, and Tax Reimagine in the Philippines. Hi, LA. Glad to have you here. Glad I could be here, Carmela. This is really a good time to be a tax practitioner and equally a good time for our viewers and listeners to hear insights from tax practitioners on the EOPT app. I couldn't agree more, LA, so let's jump right in and give our viewers and listeners a brief overview of the EOPT app. So in this brief overview, allow me to look into my notes because this could be too technical for me. <laughs> okay, well, as a backgrounder, on January 5, 2024, President Bongbong Marcos Jr. signed into law the much-awaited EOPT. The Act introduces significant amendments to the National Internal Revenue Code or the NRAC or simply a Tax Practitioner's Bible, which aims to protect and safeguard taxpayer rights and welfare, modernize tax administration, provide mechanisms that encourage proper and easy compliance, update the taxation system, and adopt best practices. The salient features of the EOPT Act are taxpayers are now classified as micro, small, medium, and large with special concessions for micro and small taxpayers. Electronic and manual filing of returns and payment of taxes to the BIR or through any authorized agent bank or authorized tax software provider can now be done. The withholding tax requirement on deductions has been removed. The timing of withholding of taxes is only when income payments become payable. That is now based on gross sales for both sale of goods and services. Before, sale of goods was based on gross selling price, while sale of services was based on gross receipts. That invoice is now used to substantiate both sale of goods and sale of services. VAT refund claims are now classified into low, medium, and high risk. The tax base of percentage taxes is now gross sales or amount billed or gross sales or earnings. 
refund claims of erroneously paid taxes should be acted upon by the BAR within 180 days from submission of complete documents by the taxpayer. Appeal to the Court of Tax Appeal should be made within 30 days from receipt of the decision or from expiration of the 180-day period. Application for registration with the appropriate Revenue District Office may be made manually or electronically. Business style is no longer required in the VAT invoicing and registration. Annual registration fee of 500 pesos is now removed. Cancellation of BI registration is upon mere manual or electronic filing of an application for the same. Lastly, the preservation of books is for a period of five years. Note that the President has vetoed the provision of the EOPT Act exempting micro-taxpayers from the obligation to withhold taxes. That's a lot of changes, LA. And it's clear that the overall objective of the EOPT Act is simplicity, efficiency, clarity, and promotion of taxpayers' convenience. Now, we look forward to the implementing rules and regulations. Now, the declared policies of the EOPT Act should guide the BIR and the DOF in coming up with the IRR. Also, inputs from the private sector should be considered. And in this regard, what will help address this need is the partnership created by the Commissioner in August 2023 with multi-sectoral private organizations for effective consultations. Yeah, I agree, CMP. Um, because I see this as a trend you know, after uh, attending several Senate hearings on proposed tax bills. Um, they are now including this clause where there is really a need to consider uh, the voice of stakeholders. No? So unlike before, where it's really just the DOF and the BIR, um, who would have to come up no, with implementing rules and regulations? I think this is a good step into making our tax policy more inclusive in that sense. Now, let's shift our focus on electronic filing of returns and payment of taxes. Sure, Kerbella. Simplified filings are now possible because the EOPT Act allows taxpayers to file returns and pay taxes anywhere. Well, to be technically correct about it, taxpayers may electronically or manually file or pay to any BR office or through any authorized agent bank or authorized tax software provider. Prior to the EOPT Act, Filing should be made with the proper BIR offices having jurisdiction over the taxpayers or with the authorized agent banks within their jurisdictions. In fact, a 25% surcharge is imposed in case of filing a return with the wrong venue. The EOPT Act has deleted this 25% surcharge. I view this as a progressive change because I understand there are some of us who may have the world as his or her address. But seriously speaking, I believe no penalty should be due because there was no loss to the government to start with. Hence, why impose a penalty, Carmela? Well, it is easy to understand that under the Act, venue has been made. But I think what needs clarity, what needs to be provided in the RRR, is how the BIR will implement the electronic filing of returns and payment of taxes Remember under the Act, the election to do manual or electronic is on the taxpayer, right? Yes. Now, what exactly do we mean by electronic under the EOPT Act? 
Well, that is a part of the EOPT Act that needs more clarity. Taking into account the current modes of filing, EBR forms, EFPS, what exactly is not yet considered electronic filing? With respect to electronic payment, so far under the BR's governance is the EFPS. Tax payments for EBR forms are made manually with the authorized agent banks, but there are online methods for tax payments as already allowed by the BIR. Okay, but then it seems that the online uh, payment methods outside EFPS no, have their own set of rules. No? Um, we have mobile payment channels like Gcash and those operated by DBP, Ladma, Indian Bank. These channels have their own set of rules depending on the entity operating them. So what does the BIR intend to do? Does the BIR intend to harmonize the rules, manage them um, with the same set of rules? Mm, but that will understandably take time to develop for the BIR. It will also require funding, an allocation in the national budget, or from other sources no, of government funds. Well then, if that is the case, if that will take time, well, let's just consider that the taxpayer has somehow achieved certain ease mm -hmm. of paying taxes because venue has been waived. Mm -hmm. Remember, we have, we've seen it. We've seen this for how many years? Every every April fifteen, BIR will release an advisory waiving venue. Okay, and for large taxpayers, yes. For large taxpayers using um, EFPS, every time EFPS bogs down, we will have to wait for a BIR advisory allowing large taxpayers to use EBIR forms, right? Yes, yes, you're right, Carmela. Now on the next topic, which is on the classification of taxpayers. Under the app, taxpayers are classified depending on their draw sales. So we have micro taxpayers whose gross sales are less than 3 million. We have small taxpayers whose gross sales are 3 million or and up to less than 20 million. Now we have medium taxpayers with gross sales of 20 million and up to less than 1 billion pesos. And finally, the large taxpayers with gross sales of 1 billion and above. Now, the app states that the BIR should give priority to micro and small taxpayers in terms of procedures and documentary requirements depending on factors such as um, taxpayer size and ability to comply. However, if you notice, the Act itself already grants concessions to micro and small taxpayers. For example, the income tax return should have maximum of two pages only, a welcome development, I suppose, for them. Okay? And also, penalties to be imposed during um, tax assessments, um, this would be reduced no, as stated under the EOPT Act. Okay. I think there is no ambiguity with respect to the concessions granted to micro and small taxpayers. Okay? However, what needs to be addressed, I think, no, by the IRR is how to ensure or how to determine if a taxpayer really falls under this classification. Yes, I agree. The Act itself provides for the criterion, but the determining 
the determination of who meets the criterion is a different matter. Uh, will the BRR look at prior year sales alone and on that basis make the classification? No? So, who knows? I guess the question is, who makes, makes the classification? classification? Okay. Currently, we have the large tax payers classification and under current rules before the EOPT, it is the BIR that will, that will determine if they are already large taxpayers. And the BIR is supposed to give them a notice stating that they are already classified as large as large taxpayers. However, in our case, now under the EOPT Act, what will happen? Will there be notice from the BIR? Will there be um, some review by the BIR? Or will there be some kind of registration mandated no? um, by the BIR for you to be classified as um, as um, micro or small, medium or large? Yeah. Most probably, there will be a re-evaluation also of the existing pool of large taxpayers in before the EOPT Act, the criteria for large taxpayers were not only based on gross sales. Tax payments and other factors were considered. But what will likely be the case under the EOPT Act? Well, that's interesting because um, I think the question also is, will there be the chance to be delisted or will your classification be changed you know, depending on gross sales? Okay? So... I think the IRR should be clear on the process for determining that a taxpayer falls under a particular classification. And what will be the substantiation required? This thing should be clear so that there will be the proper availment of concessions. You do not want a taxpayer that is not entitled to these concessions to be granted or to be enjoying these concessions. At any rate, we have to realize also that um, this is very important because other laws provide for the same classification of taxpayers. Okay? Um, we have the Magna Carta for small, medium, and large um, taxpayers. We also have the what we call the barangay um, barangay um, micro barangay micro businesses act of two thousand two. These laws have something on classifications, mm -hmm. something that the taxpayers as classified can avail of, and these are not really um, aligned with what you have under the EOP. Yeah, yeah. No. for one thing, under these laws, the classification is based. On assets. on assets, not on sales. So, will it be possible for a taxpayer to be considered medium under the EOPT Act, but large under these laws? Could be, right? So, maybe registration of taxpayers to enjoy the, the concessions should be required to implement the EOPT Act. Yes, I agree with you, L.A. There should be some kind of registration or at the very least notice okay. so that taxpayer is aware of what classification he is falling under. Now, LA, we are coming to the end of our episode. Any final thoughts, messages to our viewers or listeners? Well, absolutely. The EOPT Act represents a significant step towards a more efficient tax system in the Philippines. I encourage everyone to familiarize themselves with these changes and take advantage of the simplified processes. And remember, a simplified tax system benefits everyone. Well said, Ellie.
Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. It's my pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to KPMG PH Insights EOPT series. Stay tuned for other episodes on the other topics under the EOPT app. Remember, Remember to subscribe to stay updated. updated.